Crime does not pay. To look at you, nobody would think you had the guts of a mouse. Honest, kid, you're a sensation. This is just the beginning, Janice, baby. Thirty-five bucks is chicken feed. Thirty-five bucks is dough, folding money. And plenty more than I could make in a week shoving bundles. What do you say, honey? Let's step out. <laughs> you don't care how you spend your money, do you, kid? As long as it's on you, Janice, baby. Plenty more. The same way we got this. Then let's wait until you have more. Wait? Why? What for? Never mind the what for. The why I can answer right now. Because, um... Because I can think of better things to do. You and me. Than sitting in a stuffy club drinking cut liquor. Come here, Johnny. Janice, baby, you don't have to say that more than once. I catch on. Quick. In the interest of good citizenship and law enforcement, we present Crime Does Not Pay, based on the famous Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer series of short subjects. In just a moment, you will hear Kid Shiv. Starring Dickie Moore. Now, Crime Does Not Pay. Starring Dickie Moore as Johnny Scott in Kid Shiv. The kid grew up in the streets, literally. From the day he first began to play with other children his age, the kid's playground was the street. By the time he was 12, he knew every crack in the sagging sidewalks, the patterns of chipped paint on every refuse can, the twists, the turns, the dramatic and protective darkness of every alley in his neighborhood. The kid was slum-born, slum-raised. By the time he was 16, the kid had become Kid Shiv with a wicked spring knife which was always on his person. He had a pal, Spike Russell. He ruled the youngsters of the neighborhood without competition. And then the Avalon Club was organized. Kid Shiv and Spike were not members. This could have guaranteed failure. Surprisingly, the club flourished. Tommy Hudson was the president, and Tommy had plans. All right, kids, all right, all right. Meeting's called to order. Anybody want to hear the minutes of the last meeting? Move, well, we don't bother with them. Second. We know what happened. All in favor? Aye. Anybody against? All right, no minutes. That's only one thing we've got to talk about tonight, kids, the block party. Anybody want the floor? I do, Tommy. All right, Cynthia has the floor. Well, all I want to know is, did the committee get the permit from the police department yet? Joey, that was your job. I went to the station house. The sergeant said if we had our parents okay, we could get the permit. I got the forms here. You can get them filled out. That's all. And answer your question, Cynthia? Yes, thank you, Tommy. Now, I don't think we need any other permission, but we got to decide about refreshments and things. Then I... Is this the Avalon Club? Yeah, sure. Why do you want to know? Yes, what do you want? Me and Spike. We want to belong. Well, you don't live on our block. So what? Well, our Constitution says... Not over to that. Me and Spike want to belong. You can't. When I want to belong, I belong, see? Well, you have to be proposed and voted on. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Cut it. 
Put my name down. Johnny Scott. Kid Shiv. I can't. You want to have your block party, don't you? We will. Not if it rains, you won't. Then we can put it off a night. You can't keep it from raining. From raining milk bottles, I can. What does he mean by that? And I can keep it from raining water bags from the roofs, too. And I can keep dirt out of the lemonade. And I can keep the lights from getting blown out. Or I can do it the other way around, see? I can make it rain water bags and milk bottles, see? And people's pockets can get slit with this. Holy mackerel! So okay. So what do you do to save trouble? What do you want? To belong? Don't you know a gag when you hear one? <laughs> belong to this sissy outfit? Nuts to that. Well, what do you want, then? Protection. You pay protection. Everything's okie-dokie, see? You don't, maybe somebody gets cut. Now, ante up. Pay. Where are we going to get money? All of you get allowances, don't you? Okay. Spike? Yeah, kid. Pass the hat, Spike. Take up a collection. I need the dough. I got a heavy date tonight. Hiya, Janice, baby. Oh. Hi, kid. Something wrong, Jan? No, no. Come on in. Thanks. We got a date, ain't we? Do we? I bet your life we do. A date with Trimmins, baby. I got dough. You got dough? Get off the high horse, baby. I got 35 bucks to spend on you. Bedtime stories. 35 cents, maybe. Go on. Count it. For the love of Mike. Where'd you get it? <laughs> Spike and me took up a collection from the Avalon Club. What for? Their block party? For the protection of their block party. You see, me and Spike explained to him... We could sort of protect them from things like milk bottles falling off roofs. Hey, you got ideas, hey? And more than one kind. <laughs> but this one will do for now. Honest, kid, you're a sensation. This is just the beginning, Janice, baby. Thirty-five bucks is chicken feed. Thirty-five bucks is dough, folding money. And plenty more than I could make in a week shoving bundles. What do you say, honey? Let's step out. <laughs> you don't care how you spend your money, do you, kid? As long as it's on you, Janice, baby. Plenty more. The same way I got this. Then let's wait until you have more. Wait? Why? What for? Never mind the what for. The why I can answer right now. Because, um... Because I can think of better things to do. You and me. And sitting in a stuffy club drinking cut liquor. Come here, Johnny. Janice, baby, you don't have to say that more than once. I catch on. Quick. Good shot. Fix in the side pocket. You'll never make it. Half a buck, Spike. Half a buck, says I do. Half a buck. Four bits. Why waste your money, kid? When things are cooking. Janice, baby, what you doing here? Come to see you, darling. I brought a friend. Yeah? Huh. A friend. There's Coney Gibson. Kid Ship. Hiya, kid. Hi. My pal, Spike Russell. Hiya. And uh, I've been hearing about you fellas uh, from Janice. I ran into Coney on the street, kid. I told him about you. He wants to talk business with you. 
How do I know I want to talk business with him? Listen first, honey. Talk later. I got a scheme. Foolproof. Okay. Put the cues in the rack, Spike. We'll go in the back room. Check. Good. Here's a wonderful idea, kid. And this way. Okay. Start talking. <laughs> you don't waste time, do you? I got no time to waste. You two ought to be in business together. I'm listening. Well, uh, it goes like this. I know the fences, you see? Maybe you're a fence yourself. Maybe I am. I remember now. Used to have the hawk shop on Morton Street. <laughs> Your pal's got a great memory, kid. Yeah, I know. He's great with a Jimmy or a Sap, too. Yeah, that makes the setup perfect. Look, you started with a neighborhood social club. Janice told me. Right. Well, I can get you into a lot of them. In good neighborhoods, you see? Just dress up, clean up a little, look like you live there, you see? What we got to dress up for? Yeah, so you'll get invited to the kids' homes. House parties. And then what? Uh, you case the joints. Three, four nights later, you go back, and you clean the joints out. They'll be doing it, kid. Loads of it. What's the split? 50-50 uh, on what I sell the halls for. What do you say, Spike? I don't know. It's housebreaking. Could be five, ten years in the can. I, I don't know. Well, you could try it. If you like it, swell. If not, you can always quit. And it'd be dough. Good dough, kid. Well, I said my piece. Make up your mind, kid. I think it's terrific, kid. A perfect setup. You work from the inside, your fence is in with you. Practically no chance at all. And maybe as much as four or five hundred a week. We could have lots of fun on dough like that, Johnny. It's okay with me. Spike? You said it, kid. What you want to do is copacetic with me. Okay, Spike? Okay. Let's go. Turn on the lights. You're not... Put the lights on, the neighbors will think the family's home. Get it? Yeah. I never thought of that. Yeah, that's more like it. Now, let's see. At the party, I went into the bedroom like I was looking for something and hit the wrong room. The old lady's jewelry is in the top left-hand drawer of the dressing table. A dresser? A dressing table. The one with the big mirror and all the bottles. You ought to know by now. This ain't the first job. Yeah, it could be the last. Cut it. You always get shaky. I don't like it. This is too easy. They've all been easy, and you're living off the fat of the land. I don't feel now, like... quit worrying. Man, this joint's got class. Real silver on the table. Heavy as lead, remember? Yeah. Huh. Okay, you want I should clean out the dresser, uh, dressing table? Yeah. I'll get the silver. And Connie said there ought to be cash in the old man's desk. <laughs> well, that was some party. Who'd have thought a girl living in a place like this would fall for a monkey like me? Uh, dames is all the same, kid. Mm, maybe. Except Janice. Come on, let's go, Spike. Get moving. Time's a-wasting. Hey, you want to go someplace else, honey? This is our night to howl. Whatever you want, kid. I'd just as leave go home. <laughs> you tired? 
Not so as you'd notice it. Yeah, Chico, Janice, baby. I'll meet you in the lobby. I'll be there before you know it. <laughs> hey, kid. Yeah? You're Johnny Scott, aren't you? No, what if I am? I have a message for you. <laughs> Start talking. Spike says the party's over. Spike says... Who are you? Name's Patterson, Scott. You're going to see a lot of me for a while. You know what this is, don't you? Cops. Badge and all. What's Spike got to do with this? Ah, take it easy, kid. It'll be better that way. We traced your last haul right back to the fence. From him to Spike and you. To the fence? Yeah, a man named Gibson. We know he's a fence. We can't prove anything, not yet. But Spike talked. We've been tailing you. Want to say goodbye to your girl? No. No. You won't be seeing her for a while. Not for five years, maybe. We've got you cold. Right down to fingerprints on the desk you took the cash from. No, I said... Let's get out of here. You got me, I can take my rap, but I don't want to see her. Not till after I get out. In one way or another, I'll get out. Maybe sooner than you think. In just a moment, Crime Does Not Pay will continue with Kid Shiv. Now we continue with Crime Does Not Pay. Starring Dickie Moore as Johnny Scott in Kid Shiv. Kid Shiv took his rap. In the face of Spike's story and Coney's evidence, he pleaded guilty and went away. They sent him to a prison farm. Because of his age and his first offense, they spared him the gray walls of the state prison. Instead, there were the endless rows of lettuce, the dullness of unrelieved routine, and the friends he made. Particularly one friend, wily, clever, bespectacled, Cheaters Lester. Oh, my aching back. <laughs> What's the beat, Cheaters? This is better than the jute mill at the big place, ain't it? Yeah, I suppose, but how I hate lettuce. Okay, so nobody makes you eat the stuff. Mm, it's good for you. Got vitamins. Yeah, it says here. Want to get in the game tonight? Not tonight. Oh? You got a date or something? <laughs> I might have. <laughs> Blonde or a redhead? Blonde. <laughs> hey, watch it, watch it. The screw's looking this way. That's right. It's okay now. You interested in blondes? You quit kidding yourself. You uh, see any walls around here? No, it don't mean they ain't there. What I don't see ain't there. No fellow I knew figured like you're figuring. They got him. They put him upstate. He went stir crazy. They gotta get me first. You ain't kidding. I got a couple of bills to pay for all this lettuce. They can wait. But I can't. I'm going tonight. You coming? Why me? You got brains, you got eyes in the back of your head, and I can trust you. Sure about that? Yeah, sure. Well, how about it? All right. You got a deal.
Kinch. One more door and we're outside. Gotta have clothes by daylight. These uniforms. Yeah, I got that figured too. Now watch it now. And those lousy crickets. Boy, will I be glad to get away from them. Let me close the door. <laughs> well, these jerks sure believe they're on the lucky, don't they? No one escapes <laughs> because no one wants to. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. Sure feels good. Outside. <laughs> That's right, cheaters. That's the freight I figured on. <laughs> Tickets, please. The boxcar special. Altoona and all points west. <laughs> you can't get west fast enough to suit me. Yeah, there's plenty of privacy. You got a whole car to ourselves. Yeah. Us and the smells. Well, what's the programming, kid? We ought to hit my town in about an hour, I figure. So we hop off of this in the yards and beat it to Spike's place. I want to see him. Then? Then? <laughs> then the blonde, then Janice. What do you want to go see the dame for? Hell of a flat foot watching her play sure. Not so quick. They won't miss us for roll call. More important, Janice will have my duds. Like you said, by daylight we got to have clothes. <laughs> everything. Hold it. That you, Russell? Yeah. Yeah, coming. Who is it? Open up. It's Coney. We got trouble. You bet, Coney. Kid. Yeah, kid. You wasn't expecting me, were you, pigeon? My new pal. Cheaters. Hi, Stooley. I heard about you. Kid. It's good to see you. Hey, you got out sooner than I thought. Good behavior, huh? It pays off, I guess, doing the right thing up there at the farm. You all finished, Spike? Well, I, uh, That is it. All finished singing? Huh. What do you mean, singing? I ain't no story. Shut. We know about you. Kid, make this character let me along. That one's for me, too. Somebody framed me. Somebody told you I sang. I didn't. I, I didn't. Save it. Up at the farm, we learn how to take care of characters like you. My pal, my best friend. Best thing you did was to save your own hide, giving me to the cops. I didn't. I tell you, I didn't. Shut up. I know. He makes me sick. How long are we going to hang around here, kid? Not long. Not long at all. <laughs> no. Not the ship. Not the ship. We stopped off. She doesn't me. On the way here from the railroad yards. We picked up my shiv, or I stashed it last year. But I ain't lost my touch. I tried throwing it on the way here. I didn't lose my touch, did I, Cheetah? You sure didn't. Kid. We grew up on the same block. We made the grade together. Don't cut me, kid. Don't cut me. Yeah, we made the grade. And you give me the shove down the grade. I ought to give it to you. No, no, no kid. Look, I'll get out of town. I'll get out of the country. Let me live, kid. 
Let me live. Finish it, kid. This jerk is dead, but he ain't got sense enough to lie down. I'll lie down. For old times' sake, Spike. Yeah, kid. Yeah. For old times' sake. You get it in the throat. Oh, I get it. And that's that. Let's get out of here, kid. Well, wait a minute. I gotta wipe the blade off first. No sense letting it get rusty. <laughs> There's not a flat foot in sight. They ain't misters yet. Well, fella, you're a dame. Better have your clothes around. We're sitting ducks in these outfits. It's getting light outside. Yeah, she'll have the clothes. Now, look. That's her door there. You got it? You got it. Watch the stairs. Anything shows, don't ring the bell. Come in. I'll leave the door on the latch. And I'll call you as soon as I've talked to her. Okay? Yeah, okay, you get going. Just a minute. Just a minute. Hiya, Janice, baby. Kid, where'd you come from? <laughs> what do you suppose? And without permission. Baby, you look like a million bucks even so early in the morning. You can't stay here. This is the first place to look. Oh, well, they ain't missed us yet. And I ain't staying. Then what'd you come for, darling? Some clothes. For me and a pal of mine is watching the stairs. And my kick. You got my wad, ain't you, baby? Yeah, kid. You've changed. You're tougher. You learn how up there. Come here, baby. <laughs> like old times, huh? <laughs> yeah. I guess so. No. Let me pick a suit and stuff for cheaters. Then I'll call him. He can dress out here while I'm in the other room. No. Let me get the clothes from in there. Janice. A guy, it's... Tony. Let me get the clothes from in there, you lousy double-crossing dame. Kid, please, you got to understand. He said he sent me up, too. Uh, hey, what, what's, what's going on here? Hey, Janice, what's the No, matter? kid, don't tell me. You, Tony, wake up. Uh, I want you to know who gave it to you. Let me up. Let me out of this thing. You what's sold me up the river. Give me to the cops, and then you take my girl. Your girl, you jerk kid. She was mine all the then time. Then you got my dough. She was yours all the time. So that was your racket. No, kid, no. Put put away the ship. You're done, done. When I cut a man, he dies slow. But he dies. I gotta get away. Murder. I can't stay. Get away from that door. Get away. Cheaters, get in here. Gotta get away. Tony's dying. I gotta get away. You got trouble, kid? Tony. The fence in there. I gave it to him. Now, her. I told you, Dames is poison, kid. Kid, Johnny, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No, no, Pretty no. face. Ah! Lion mouth. Ah! No more lipstick, just blood. Blood. Well, what are you waiting for? Will you finish it, kid? Uh... Finish it. Huh. It's done. I'm done. We're all done. Finish the dame. You don't want to leave nobody to talk? What do I care? Oh, no, I did it. You're nuts. You're complete nuts. Cheaters. Call the cops. Now, I knew you were crazy. I told you something. You want what I gave her? Call them. Pick up the phone. Call them. And beat it. You'll have a start. They'll have me. They won't worry none about you. They get you. You can tell them you saw me do it. Did I then? I went crazy or something. 
You'll get off easier than me. Oh, call him, call him quick before I lose my nerve and cut both of us. Call him, you hear me? Call him now. Tell him... He'd sure just cut up his past. And he got no future. <laughs> Dickie Moore, who starred as Johnny Scott in Kid Shiv, will be back with you in just a moment. Here in person is Dickie Moore. There's a great deal of truth in Kid Shiv's story. There's truth in the fact that he took what seemed to be the easy way out of a bad environment. There's truth in the fact that he was helped along the way by male and female hoodlums whose prototypes exist in actual events. And there's truth in the fact that the kid, like so many young men, found no help when he was put away. That he was given no retraining toward a useful life. But the most tragic truth of all is that society as a whole loses many potentially good citizens when it fails to open up the right roads to such a large segment of our youth. In the end, for society as well as for the criminal, crime does not pay. Thank you, Mr. Moore. Does Not Pay is written by Ira Marion and directed by Marks B. Loeb, with music composed and conducted by John Gart. Technical advisor is Burton B. Turkus. The events, characters, and names used in the story you've just heard are fictitious. Any similarity is purely coincidental. This is Bob Williams speaking. (laughs) 